heard episode 17, the complete beginner's guide to soccer cards of Soccer Cards United, um, but you had questions, uh, that's okay, we have answers. My name is Jason and this is Postcards United for episode 17 of Soccer Cards United, uh, the number one soccer card podcast currently in production. And there are some defunct ones that are way better, but they're over now. I'm here with my co-host Enzo on the other end of a Zoom. Enzo, we made our first complete beginner's guide on the last episode. Uh, the reaction has been good. How's it going, Jason? Yeah, um, it, w- it was great. We needed to make it. We had a lot of Football Index people coming in. We've had a lot of newbies coming in as well from other walks of life. And, um, you know, we made a promise that we'd set up that beginner's guide. People have DM'd me since, and they've been very happy with it. Okay, I I had somebody um say to me that they who a friend who'd been listening to the show, they said that they listened to the beginner's guide and it confirmed for them a lot of stuff that they'd kind of picked up like just by like osmosis, like lots of stuff that they cut or like I think I I think I know what that is. I think I get that. Like this literally made them sure of all the basics. So I, I know some of our listeners I've seen, I've seen from the data that some of our regular listeners went into it and then they were like, I actually don't need to listen to all this. I already know all this stuff. Um, but it was it was mainly people who uh, had no idea about the card game and, and wanted to get into it. So we're glad to provide that service. And if you know somebody who's getting into soccer cards um, and they don't know where to start, send them to episode 17 of Soccer Cards United. By the time you hear this, it will be our pinned tweet and in our Instagram bio as well. So you can always go and find that. It's the Complete Beginner's Guide. Everything you've always wanted to know about soccer cards, but we're too afraid to ask. Now, Enzo, this is the Q&A show. Um, we have some questions, do we? Yeah, we have a few. I didn't actually call for questions this week because um, the Beginner's Guide was kind of such a different episode. So I figured we might end up talking about different things on this episode. But um, we'll, we'll hop yeah. straight into it. I had, had a really interesting question that I do want to throw to you, Jason. Uh, Ryan hit us up. Okay. And he asked us, if you could buy one Panini sticker set every single year, what would you buy? That's a good oh, one, isn't it? Oh, wow. I've been thinking about that a lot. So, right. Okay. So, if I could only buy one Panini sticker set, what one would I buy? Oh, it's very hard. I'm torn. In my head, there's two. Two options in my head. Right. I'm going to say my what, I, what my two options are, and then you can tell me if you agree. Yeah. So my two options are the uh, Panini uh, La Liga, La Liga Este stickers, yeah. and uh, Panini Foot yeah. uh, from League One. Same. League One. Yeah, I mean, because like obviously like in France, they produce so many talents, um, and like so many top players come from France, and there's always so many youngsters in there. Like it's a really young average age uh, league, so there's so many rookies. And then Spain is just like it has you know all the big Spanish teams. It has a lot of obviously smaller Spanish teams as well. They produce so many players, and also if a player is really good in Spain, uh, it's highly likely they're going to be picked up by uh, Barca or Atletico or Real or even Sevilla or someone like that. So they're going to get European football. So I, I, I'm between France and Spain. Where, where do you fall? I'm, I'm between France and Spain as well. Um, in terms of actually picking one over the other, I think that's that's the interesting question. Um, I don't know. Ma- I tell you what, I tell you what, I tell you okay. what. I have an answer. So if you'd asked me like maybe 10, 15 years ago, I would have said Spain. Um, because like if somebody came through the Real Madrid Academy or came through the Barcelona Academy or even for the likes of, I mean, like, the likes of Valencia, Atletico, uh, Sevilla, 
like there was a real route uh, from youth football into first team football in Spain. That has kind of disappeared a little bit and now a lot of those teams need to play in the Champions League so they have to buy experienced pros and they can't give as many opportunities to youngsters. So there are fewer youngsters coming through in Spain. I mean, I haven't checked the numbers. I don't know. Uh, but as far as what I can tell just by looking at it, there are fewer youngsters coming through in Spain whereas France really is a league of prospects. Uh, so I'm going to say France as, a, as the kind of up-to-date 2020 answer. Oof. I... I think I might agree with you. I think I think like when I think of Barcelona, Real Madrid more so. Like when I see Real Madrid, I don't really see them. Like like Vinicius Junior, Rodrigo, for example, they bring them in. Their real rookies are are from the the Brazilian league, you know. Which which actually I think yeah. is in with a shout the Brazilian Panini stickers. I think that is in with a shout because I think if you were that actually could be a, that could be a little sleeper yeah, pick because if you are buying them so frequently, like eventually Brazil will produce a superstar, and like anyone from Brazil will go abroad if they're good you know they will end up in europe and they'll kind of have and i think the, the kind of aspect with that is that it's actually going to be harder to have tracked down retrospectively tracked down brazilian stickers you know wow yeah okay so if you if you had access yearly to brazilian stickers you'd have neymar's rookie you'd have uh vinicius you'd have uh, rodrigo you'd have um uh, yeah, if you've had Charleston, it for years, you, yeah, if you, if, you, have... if you had it for years and years, you'd have Kaka, you'd have Ronaldinho, you know, and you're just kind of waiting. Will the next? Yeah, wow. Will the, and like those are so rare because they are like Brazilian. I think if you took nineteen, I think Ronaldinho's nineteen ninety nine. I think you could go to like Panini Foot, but I mean, I, I guess it's hard. There is a lot. I, I think Brazil. The kind of thing that draws me to that is that I feel like as a nation, they're always and as a league, they're always going to produce a a global superstar eventually just because of what they are um, and I think the kind of allure there is that they're much rarer to get your hands on so if you were kind of religiously picking up those year by year you're eventually going to hit gold I mean with all the, the big leagues you will eventually hit gold but I think the, the rarer aspect of that will kind of make it kind of more lucrative but yeah I think I think I would I love that that's a great I think answer I, but I think I would go towards Panini Foot maybe I think I'm just kind of biased with the likes of like Mbappe that came out recently enough if you will I think that that's definitely an element but I think I don't know. Yeah, but like if you have Panini Foot, you'd have you'd have like you'd have so many. Like you'd have Aiden Hazard, you'd have Didier Drogba, you'd have Zidane. Uh, Zidane Henry, I think I'm not mistaken. Henry, yeah. I don't know. It's an interesting one though because I think like, Panini is one that kind of they produce everything. So mm. as soon as a star kind of does pop up, chances are Panini will have it in a print somewhere. So. Yeah, interesting. I, I I like that question. Uh, but yeah, I think it does. It boils. I would say it boils down to Spain or France. But I think Brazil is a huge sleeper. Wow, love it. <laughs> any Brazilian? By the way, any Brazilian uh, Panini distributors, uh, get in touch. We will. We will buy your shit. <laughs> um, Cardmerica FC hit us up, and he, he, he. Oh, I like that name, Cardmerica. Guess where he's located. I don't know. Japan. What? Yeah, better believe it. Um, he was asking us about the WCCF cards. I think, you know, we've spoken this a few times. Um, it's Panini's WCCF cards. They are kind of a trading card game, but they are also kind of way cooler than Match Attacks and Adrenaline XL. And I I, I love them. Yeah. They, the prices are steadily going up so for the likes of Ronaldo, Messi, uh, Ronaldinho, Sancho. But... It's 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 a weird Pulisic. It's a weird set. I, I have loads of Leroy Sanes from Schalke for WCCF, and I kind of love them. 
but the hobby doesn't yet. So it's like it. So I think WCCF is it is definitely a trading card game. Yeah. Um, but it looks like a more like a more kind of like a grown up design than say Match Attacks. It's not all bright colors. It's just a normal card with some kind of uh, monochrome like overlaid statistics on it. And uh, they are they are nice. Um, they're kind of like a halfway house, I think, between like full on like adrenaline and then uh, like an actual, you know, what we call like a pre- premium card. Um, but yeah, so WCCF, and they are they Japan exclusive? I think yeah. I think the back of them has Japanese oh. writing on them too, which to be honest makes things cooler. Yes, anything that has Japanese print on it, I'm like, I will buy that sandwich instead of this stupid English language sandwich. See, I don't know. I guess that that's we we liked him. He said he could hook us up potentially with some, so we might have to. Oh, I want to know: are they like a are they like a yearly release? Do they come out every year? Or? I think yeah. I think it's hard to kind of really track okay. down info on them, but I think I, I like them. They, they they tend especially if you don't speak Japanese. Yeah, they they tend to have like early releases of players, if that makes sense. Like a lot of true like if if they were widely respected in the hobby, which again as time goes on it can change, they would definitely be like the source of a lot of true rookies. Oh wow. Yeah so like the likes of okay. I think Jaden Sancho, I think the earliest the earliest image you'll see him in a Dortmund kit is a WCCF card. I think it's the same with Christian Pulisic. Right. If you base it on like their kit jersey, obviously the year it's produced, but if you like if you're a football person like you can see the Dortmund kit and you can say that's definitely the year before his whatever yeah his i rookie. found that with pulisic myself yeah, yeah. so it is it, it's an interesting set i really do like it um all right okay jason again i didn't call for questions i think you have two on your end i also have a few two people who hit us up asking to break down their purchases which one would you like to do first let's do i have an email i want to read Okay. And then we can do uh, the purchases, and then we have another whole discussion based on a couple of messages we've gotten okay. about the recent uh, Tops Legends thing. The Lost Rookies. Lost Rookies, yeah, whatever it, whatever it's called. Um, okay, so I will read this email. This is from Edgar, um, who has sent an email. By the way, I love that he's communicated to us by email. Most people send us DMs, and um, it's much harder to keep track of DMs than keep track of an email. Uh, so if you want to send a e- uh, question uh, and you want to send it to soccercardunited at gmail.com, that's that's brilliant. So here we go. Edgar says, um, he sent us a couple of emails. And um, right, so Edgar comes to us a few days ago. He says, hello, hello. Um, he wants to share a couple of things with us and a question, right? So he says that he's 100% in for soccer card investments. Uh, a couple months ago, he looked away from soccer cards and he did his own investment in other rookie cards from tennis, golf, and Formula One. He said today, or like meaning when he wrote this, he's at the moment, he's on a mountain of uh, cards, like on top of the mountain of crazy price for Prism. In summer, I was buying Formula One 1992 trading cards with Michael Schumacher's rookie. He bought 20 boxes at $19 a box. Today, the box is listed at $600 on eBay. Ooh, wow, that's huge! So he's opened all the boxes inside. You get like uh, Schumacher rookie cards, Ertin Senna, all that stuff. So he was like, "Right, I lo- I know soccer. I love soccer." Edgar's from Barcelona. I think his granddad played for Barcelona or something like that. And he loves it. He's 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 from Seattle or he lives in Seattle now, but he's uh, originally from Barcelona. So he knows soccer, loves that. But he decided to branch out. Had great success in Formula One. Um. 
His second thing to go to was Rafa uh, Raf Nadal, rookie card. Uh, very slowly, he bought loads of them. And he bought dozens and dozens out of them for 2 or $3 a piece. Now, Rafa Nadal is worth 50 to $100, his rookie. Oof. So, Edgar's telling us there's some opportunity in other sports, or at least there was. Now there isn't, because he'll scalp you for a prize. Anyway, he also has a question. <laughs> that was just a little brag he wanted to share with us, and I appreciate that. I love people sharing their wins. Um, but here's his question. As we know, a rookie card means the first card in the same year a per player is a professional. But on I see here in the USA, rookie cards are the first time a player is on a card and not necessarily means not necessarily when the player started. So the example is from outside of uh, of uh, soccer, but the example is Roger Federer uh, started in 2001 as a professional tennis player, but his first card was in 2003, then everybody calls that card the rookie card. He wants to know, what do you think about that? I personally feel it's accurate to call it the rookie if it's the first card. He doesn't mind if it's not their first year. He does, does a convention of rookie is first print. That's what he likes. What do we like? Thank you, Edgar, by the way. Yeah, thank, thanks, Edgar. Um, I, I'd agree with that, to be honest. I think that you could kind of dive in and say first card is the rookie card, but if you have a player, say if you had two players and one player's rookie card was their literal first year and then another player it was mm. his third or second year, I would, like, again, it depends on the player, but if they were kind of like two equivalent players that you can't really tell apart, then, and you wanted to choose one to invest in and you really couldn't say which one you think has a better trajectory, but you still wanted to go in on one, yeah. I would then preference the one that is during his first year, if that makes sense. Yeah, so I, 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 I'm I right there with you. I think, like, it's really not a problem unless you're comparing it to something else. Yeah. So, like, I think rookie cards from the actual someone's first season as a professional um, or as a, as a senior player or a first team player, those rookie cards are more valuable than rookie cards that were printed two or three years into somebody's career. But that doesn't take away from the fact that the person's rookie card is still their rookie. It's just not, it's, there's like a, there's like a, like a rookie, like a, like degrees of rookie, <laughs> you know? So like, it's like, this is like a third degree rookie is like, two or three years into career, but and then a second degree rookie, a first degree rookie is first season, first print, RC logo, say. Yeah. I think I think most players now, um, their first year is going to kind of come with that first rookie. I suppose if you're in like a second division of football, there isn't cards and stickers being printed. So maybe, you know, players are still going to be, it'll be their second or third year and that's when their rookie comes out. As long as it's first print, I'm, I'm with it. Yeah, like I think we had uh, this came up a lot in our Premier League preview that we did uh, before the uh, English Premier League season started. We had loads of uh, picks of players to watch for each team, and um, sometimes there wouldn't be a card. Like one that springs to mind is uh, Ebi Eze uh, for Crystal Palace. He was playing for QPR last season in the English Championship, so he didn't have a card. Um, but that was technically his first season as a first team uh, regular. Uh, so even though this is, but this is going to be his, when he gets printed, whatever in the stickers or in Premier League Prism, uh, it's going to be his rookie card. And I think we can all forgive that. No one's going to be like, oh, what, what did he not have a sticker in the second division? And then some things like the Brazilian stickers we were talking about, or I think as well, maybe in Calciatore uh, or in the Bundesliga stickers sometimes, there are second division teams. Yeah. Sometimes. That does happen, yeah. So, um, yeah, depends on the player. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with it. As long as it's the first print, I, I respect it as a rookie. 
Okay. And with that, I bring you um, to... Oh, sorry. What were you going to say? I was going to say... So I was going to say, just leading into this, you're going to now tell us a couple of people have gotten in touch with their with their purchases. Yeah, with their own purchases. Yeah, perfect, Jason. So first this of all... This is like a new segment on the show. I love this because yeah, we, no. we had a big thing last time. Oh, I'm excited. Okay, so we have Peter Graham who hit us up. Um, he said, Hi, mate. Enjoyed the rate my purchases section on the Postcards United last week. Think examples of purchase gives new people confidence they are buying the right sort of cards. Either that's a good or lesson or why not or why not to buy the card. Can you give your thoughts on my first buys? I'd love to hear it on the pod, but understand if you can't fit it in. Cheers, boys. We can fit it in. Here no we problem, are. So Pete. we have it. And like, my favorite part about this is that Jason doesn't know the actual uh, the cards around and he he doesn't know in advance. I get to look at them. But this is my first time hearing them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which kind of is it's fun for me. So I should get to a point where I'm asking you to predict how much they bought it for. That could be fun. But we won't we won't go there yet. Ooh. Or will we? Or we'll think about it. Not- how much you should ask me how much how much I would have paid for it. Okay. Will we do that for this one? Fuck it, let's do I it. I mightn't have answers. I mightn't know, but yeah, let's do it. Let's try, try it. it. Okay, so first up he has a Victor Osima sticker, Panini Foot for Leo. You are familiar with that sticker because you know it as the rookie, one of the many yeah. in the Panini Foot nineteen twenty. What would you pay for it? Now this is all in pounds, might I say. So I don't know if you want to answer in Euro or confuse me. I'll answer in pounds. Thank you. Thank you so much. How much do you think one of those are going for? Or how much would you... So, Victor... Victor Osserman obviously has his pre-rookie card, which is the Panini 365 from the Under-17 World Cup a few years ago. Um, but we recognize... This court recognizes uh, his rookie as the Panini foot sticker from 1920. And I think that is going at the moment for... Twelve pounds. Okay, Peter Graham picked that up for a solid six pounds. All right, Pete, you did very well. Love it. Okay, his next person. And, and I we think I think I think because we think Ozerman's injured, so that's why that was a great bargain. Yeah, we think he is a good boy though. He he's playing for Napoli now, and he is he is a good player. Um. So we have next on our list, we have a Don Ross rated rookie, Jaden Sancho. Oh, okay. I'll be honest. I have I've no idea what one of these goes for. Obviously, yeah. Jaden Sancho is all hype uh, all the time. I saw a stat recently um, from Grace Robertson on Twitter uh, that he had one of the highest uh, goal contribution per ninety. I think it was comparable with Mbappe and Cristiano Ronaldo um, over the last couple of years. So he's doing mad numbers. Um, some people like him. Some people don't like him. But I don't know, is 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 Don Ross rated rookie? I don't know, Enzo. What what is that going for? I don't I have no idea. Honestly, um he, he paid thirty six pound. I think that he yeah, that seems about right. No, I think he I think he overpaid, and I'll tell you why. Um it's not the optic, oh. it's the Don Russ. There's a chance I, I, like hopefully he knows the difference, but optic Don Russ, if you look at the bottom right hand corner, the little D is Don Ross. There's an O for optic. There's a chance he was looking at comps for the O. But I'm just I'm pulling it up now on eBay just to have a quick scan. And yeah, I mean yeah, no, it's about like it's similar enough. There, there's, um, I think I seen one cheaper. Hold on a second. Like, I I feel like since he didn't move to United, his price has dipped a lot. Um, so that that yeah. price kind of threw me off. There is yeah, I'm looking at now. There's a Jaden Sancho, which is a silver press proof Don Russ um for sale in Canada for about 28 euro 
So again, silver would be and by the time you had by the time you got that chipped and everything. I mean, like no, that that is definitely an an, an effort. But I don't know. It's hard to tell. Like, yeah, there's a standard Donruss. Mm. Oh, that's Canada as well. Twenty five euro. I'd say there's a chance. You know, here here we go. Right, so <laughs> Canada as well. There's a there's a PSA nine for eighty two euro. Oh, I might buy that right now. Hold on a second, Jason. <laughs> hold, hold on a second. That's very cheap. No, but then, yeah. Stop the show. Stop the show. I don't know. To be honest, it actually looks like it's about right. Maybe you could have got it a bit cheaper. It it depends. No, I think it's prices creeping back up. I think if the, cards, if the card's in good condition, um, then anything under £50 for a Jaden Sancho rookie at this stage is good. Yeah, I, I think keep an eye on that card if you believe in Sancho because I think you could pick it up cheaper. I don't think you won't make money off it long term if he if he is the player we think he is or if he just moves club and even if he isn't the player i think on the transfer alone he could because i'm looking at this there actually seems to be a lot of recent purchases for sancho that's probably the football index people jason yeah coming in they love sancho they love sancho okay yeah but not not, not a bad purchase now um we have the trent alexander arnold tops chrome from i think 17 18 maybe mm, actually I think 16 17 sorry um the rookie anyway uh for trent alexander arnold he was very hyped when I first hopped into the hobby. A lot of people love this card. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, Trent is someone that I looked at when I came in. And, obviously, he is all hype. He's a uh, brilliant young uh, fullback. Injured at the moment. Um, and this is his rookie. And it's a Topps Chrome. I'm going to say... I'm trying to think, was it more or less expensive than Sancho? Because uh, obviously I understand uh, Sancho is a more like valuable player within the hobby, um, but uh, a Topps Chrome rookie is is a higher rated card than a Don Russ uh, rated rookie. So I'm going to say this cost fifty five pounds. No, 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 twenty four. So oh, it, it is a base cheaper than Sancho. Yeah, it is a base. Um, I think yeah, I think fullbacks like he's he's one of the few fullbacks that gets love in the hobby and i think obviously as the hobby kind of dipped a bit recently i'm not surprised that the fullbacks kind of dipped with it makes sense um yeah. and he hasn't done like he hasn't really done too much this year yet even though he's still a fantastic fantastic player no he's been i think he's he's looked looked very fatigued actually yeah and there's just so much football being played we have two more jason we have the gabriel martinelli panini uh premier league sticker this is very important to me because I have four of them. I think I have and, 30. Uh, I don't particularly want to... You have 30 of them? Mm. Jesus Christ. I need to recount. I, I I have too many cards. Yeah, so uh, I have four of them and I'm not... Even I'm like, I want to get rid of these. Uh, not because he's not a good player. Just I'm just trying to cut down my collection. I bought a lot of stuff early on. I'm just like, I'd like to get rid of this. Um, Do you remember how much you paid so, for yours? Uh, I got them out of packets. Oh yeah, I remember that. That was your first. Yes, yes, yes. My first purchase. I went to uh, Smith's Toys and, and got packets of Panini uh, Premier League stickers. So they were whatever the cost of that is. Um, I don't have no idea. I reckon because he's nearly on the way back, isn't he? And he start. They've Arsenal have started putting him on their social media and saying the man is is healed. He's coming back. He's coming back in the new year. I'm gonna say that this Gabriel Martinelli sticker cost twelve pounds. Six. And I'll say this. When I first hopped into the hobby, he was selling... That that yeah. sticker was selling for 50 euro. So that's why I loaded up on them when they went Whoa. cheap. Yeah, yeah. Because it is the true rookie and it's his only... That's one that I would say, Jason, don't... You can cut down your... um. 
collection, but I'd hold on to him because if he is half the player people say he could be, then I I would not be surprised yeah. to see them go back up to fifty and maybe more because it is the only release. It's an undeniable. You know, it's like it's like the Mbappe Panini foot. Like it's an undeniable rookie. You can't say, "Oh, I like cards better." Tough shit. No card came out this year, so that one excites me. I really hope he comes back. I think there is a huge potential again if you believe in him and if he becomes the player or looks like becoming the player that we think he could be then it's a good time to load up on him, I would say, as I have done, though. I will admit that I have done that. I need to recount how many I have. Um, oh, yeah, I'm not sure when he's back. It seems to be... All right, so Martinelli, I think... I think yeah, I, I, I saw him a good bit last season, and he, he did look great, and um, he's actually a rare Brazilian that started his career, his professional career, um, in, in Europe as well. So, um, like, that's his rookie card from Europe. So, I, I don't know. I think I think he's a good buy. I think he's... Um, I'm definitely going to hold him. I was, I was, obviously, I'm not going to sell him before he plays again. Um, but yeah, six pounds is good. I, I don't know. I'm all over the map. You'll, you'll notice as well that my prices are all a little bit inflated. Um, that's because I've actually stopped buying. Um, in, I've stopped buying loads of stuff. Um, for, on eBay, in the last few months, or no, in the last few months. I've only been in it a few months. In the last month or so. I've yeah, slowed down my purchases and up my sales. You've um, um, so you've moved towards sealed wax as well. So I I kind of know that you're definitely yeah. not checking each player's price. No, not so much. <laughs> okay, last last player that you picked up was uh, 2019-2020 Panini Foosball, Dominic Zolubzai. Oh, I love this. I love this. Um, so, yeah, so Zolubzai, I heard his, about his, his agent today. Was it his agent or was it somebody else? I don't know. But I think he's going in January. I think that seems to be the word now is that they're going to sell him. I mean, Salzburg sold um, Erling Haaland in January and sold Takeshi Minamino. Is that his name, Takeshi? Yeah, Minamino. I don't know his first name off the top of my head. Yeah. Minamino. Don't don't be trying to right, impress check. people. Um, but yeah, I, I will say... No, that's, could be, I, I could be thinking of... Uh... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, Kubu. I think you're thinking of Kubu. No, it's Takumi. It's Takumi Minamino. Okay. Um, Takashi Coop. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay. trying to think. Dom- Dominic Solbzai, where he's going next is an interesting kind of one. I'm, we're seeing Arsenal want them. I, I keep seeing that Arsenal want to do this thing in installments, and it keeps confusing me because I think his buyout is like 24 million. So I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you? What are you as a football club doing? Setting up an installment deal for that? Like that's dirt cheap. Um, my beloved AC Milan really, really want him. Um, so please yeah. God give me Zolubzai it'd be so good we were trying to pl- replace uh, Hanan Chaganoglu uh, which is kind of funny um, Hakan has been not wanting to extend his contract and they're just like I just think listen he's dirt cheap he's very talented I think Real Madrid want him too I don't know where he'll go it seems like Arsenal seems to be mentioned a lot but I think that's just the English media playing that kind of trumpet um, yeah I don't really know. I think like I actually think that maybe going to the Premier League for Solipsai would be good. Going to Arsenal would be good, not for him necessarily, but for his card prices. Because in England he'll get a lot of exposure, and he'll be hyped. If he, I mean, you saw it with James Rodriguez. Like as soon as he came to the Premier League and started doing bits, everyone's like, "Oh, he actually is good." I never believed it before, but then when he did a good thing against West Brom, I thought, "Wow." Um, like it's so any less impressive or any more impressive than doing something against another person. So, uh, yeah, like I think Solibzai will move definitely in the summer, if not in January. I think he's going to move in January though. And I have some Panini Foosball boxes. Um, so 
I'm looking at their value as because now it's not just you know um, Haaland that you're chasing; it's also Solopsai, and if Daka moves, maybe Daka as well. So I think I think I checked this a couple of days ago, and I think for Solopsai he would have paid around eighteen pounds sterling. Yeah, he got him for fifteen pound, and I, I thought that was good. I recently okay. sold one. I had fifteen. I sold one of my fifteen for I think it was twenty nine euro. So that made me very happy. Right. But yeah, I definitely think I'm holding the rest of the 14. I, don't, I guess I just sold him because of the hype of his goal for that put Hungary into the um, Euros. Into the Euros, yeah. So I, I, I sold one, but honestly, I do think he's going to make a move. I think it's going to be hyped. And I think that is going to easily be a 50 euro card in the not too distant future. Right, class, yeah. So That's good it. job. I think there were some great pickups by, by Peter. Yeah, overall, he spent £87 for everything. And I honestly think... Solomzai, Martinelli, Trent, Sancho, Osman. I think they're great. I think I think Martinelli and Solomzai are going to cover his cost. Not like you know within the year probably. If if they pop off, if they Martinelli comes back, stays fit, and if Solomzai moves club and does something good against West Brom or somebody of the likes, yeah. Hopefully, no, but in fairness, if Solomzai uh, comes to AC Milan with what we're like, we're top of the Serie A at the minute. Uh, Ibrahimovic, I think having Solomzai in behind them, I just I'd love to see it. That's all I'll say. Even if going, no, I think Italy I think for like help. from a sporting point of view, sporting point of view, let's see him at Milan, but card prices point of view, let's see him in England. No, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, was there somebody else who wanted had their purchases wanted them rated? Yeah, there was indeed, Jason. You ready for it? Okay, I'm ready for it. Um, so we opened up, let me see, here's in my next batch of purchases. I've noticed that I've ended up buying more stickers than cards, mainly due to stickers being very cheap, even though those are the real rookies. I may cash in on, on some of the short-term, but most are probably long-term holes. So we opened up with a lot of six um, Panini Premier League stickers, which included the following. A Mason Greenwood rookie, two Mason mounts, a normal and a key player. Those are like two different versions. Martinelli, Brewster, and a second-year sticker of Phil Foden. What are you thinking, Jason? I would say, I mean, when it comes to the Premier League uh, set from last year, those those are kind of the pick of the lot. Uh, second year Foden, I don't know because he's had a lot of prints for such a young man so far, so that could get lost in, in the in the hype, could get lost in the in the confusion of all his cards and all his stickers. And um, but certainly Martinelli, Greenwood, and um, Brewster, if Sheffield United ever score a goal, could pop off. And uh, who else did he say? Yeah, he had two Mason Mounts. They're, Mason Mount? The best player ever. I mean, look, Mason Mount, I have a, a Mason Mount on my eBay for, like, it's like for five euro or something. It's like a Mason Mount sticker. And I, the reason I have it up there is I want to see the amount of views. And, like, Mason Mount literally at this stage now is starting every week for Chelsea, every time England play. He's scoring goals. He's taking set pieces. He's getting assists. He's undroppable. He's unstoppable. Um, and... The undroppable, unstoppable Mason Mount may stop being an ironic title. It may actually just be that he is a good player. I don't know. I haven't ever been able to really work it out. But the thing I wanted to say was the amount of views of my listing of Mason Mount is so low. And I'm like, are people yeah. not looking at Mason Mount? He's definitely being kind of neglected. He um, like His name is easy to spell as well. Which is like, that is an important thing. I was thinking like Zolobzai. I was trying to put mine up for sale. And I was like, if his name was easier... People would, would his oh, price would be higher. Off the shelves, yeah. Um, 
Listen, um, Martinelli and Greenwood cover this and then some. Jason, what do you think he paid for it? 20 quid? 12. That's really good. That's, That's really, really good. Yeah. The Greenwood and Martinelli. Ignore everyone else. Like, listen, you'll make money. I've made... No, I've almost made 12 quid on Brewster alone back back before he left Liverpool. Um, Great. His next one, Jason, you might like this one. Dwight McNeil. His uh, Panini Prism. Oh! I've always rated McNeil. So, he Dwight does McNeil. very well. Wait, wait, wait. Let me read. He does very well oh. in a team oh, that's sorry. generally quite negative in terms of their attacking output out of all the exciting english youngsters i feel he's often overlooked what do you think dwight mcneil panini prism yeah he was our he was our uh pick uh for star card i think for our premier league preview for burnley Um look burnley are having a hard time with this season Um obviously sean dyche doesn't play champagne football and dwight mcneil my worry for dwight mcneil is my worry for him is let's say a player like like David Brooks, say for Bournemouth, right? Going down, getting relegated last season uh, for Eddie when Eddie Howe was in charge there. Like, you're getting walloped every week, but at least people can see that you can do a bit because Bournemouth are attempting to play. My worry for Dwight McNeil is that he ends up not developing because he's been forced to play for <laughs> forced to play for Burnley <laughs> he's been forced into this kind of style of play from such a young age and I think if Burnley get relegated this season which I think they might then I, I don't know how much chance he has to come back because he's not really getting a chance to he's not they're not one of these flamboyant teams like even remember Norwich last year where you had Emmy Buendia and you had Todd Cantwell and they were playing a little bit, and they were doing a couple of bits, and they were getting walloped every week, but they could show off. Whereas Dwight McNeil is getting uh, poor results in a poor team and doesn't get to show off really either. So I think Dwight McNeil is a great purchase, especially because it's Prism. Um, you know, rare to have a Premier League rookie uh, as Prism, and that has an inherent value as well. But I do worry for for Burnley. I don't know. I love it. I love that he got McNeil, um, and I, I wanted to keep us updated as to how McNeil's prices change. Yeah, and I'm not going to make you guess the price on this because it really is volatile enough. He got up for two fifty four, so you can't really oh, you, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, you, you can't no. go wrong. He had um okay, no, I'll skip that one for a sec. Um, Sandro Tonali's nineteen twenty Panini Calciatori sticker. Um, is that? I have a few of these upstairs. I can't remember. Sandro, does he have an eighteen nineteen? Or maybe he has... Oh, no, I think he has two different versions of Calciatore stickers because I think I have two. Or am I off? He has he has one that's a that's a, that's a a duo card. Yeah, no, he's one that's a trio. I have his trio. Oh, a trio, right. I think... There's a chance his trio is 18, 19. I don't know. I can't... I might check it on the fly. Um, okay. But I think, yeah, Sandro Tonali. Um, Jason, well, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna talk about Tonali while while you're, while you're looking, will I? Yeah, no, yeah, I have it. it that so okay, that's his first solo sticker, nineteen twenty. But he his rookie is eighteen nineteen. There's three players on the card, so like a full calendar year, full season difference for me. That that's important. But again, three players on the card does look messy. But as we've seen with the Mbappe rookie, there's obviously two people on that, and there was still love for it. But uh, dive into Tonali. I think that's something people might not know maybe he's seen it and he chose against it because of its um it was singularity but there is a 2018 2019 sandro tonali and i would put that above 1920 obviously yeah 
I I think for Tonali as well, it's interesting because he kind of was this whole, you know, like uh, bright young thing at uh, at Brescia, and then he gets to move to AC Milan. Uh, big move. He kind of snubbed. I think he snubbed Inter, and he might have snubbed Juventus as well to go to uh, to go to Milan. And kind of, it appeared like he was going to be one of the exciting young talents there in in Europe's youngest uh, team and one of Europe's most exciting teams. But he's kind of stalled since he got there. Um, Obviously, Ben Asser and Frank Kessier have the Milan midfield locked down. Uh, as far as I can see, Pioli doesn't like to play really with a with a, a deep line playmaker like Tonali. Um, and if he does, he likes to play Ben Asser instead. Uh, so I think Tonali has a lot of development ahead of him. Also, in terms of the Euros next year um, and then maybe the World Cup after that, I think that role, if um, Mancini plays there with, with a Regista, it'll probably be Jorginho. Um, so I think Tonali, if he ever is going to come with maturity, it'll be after the 22 World Cup. Um, so he's a he's a good hold. He's a long-term hold. And I'll say this, if that's not his true rookie, the, the 2019-2020, there'll be loads of time to pick up his true rookie between now and when he really pops off. Yeah, I've picked up quite a few of the true rookie. Again, the, the three players on one card does throw me off a little bit. But again, I, I, I was thrown off by Mbappe's dual card and that was a big, big mistake. Um, I think calendar year, you can't really look past it. But yeah, I, I loved Sandro Tonali. So happy he came to Milan. Um, but yeah, our midfield is doing so, so well. He's definitely a young player. And I think I think he will eventually be a big part of what Italy are doing. But as you said, I think Jorginho and maybe, I don't know about Verratti. Verratti's always injured. But I think, yeah, Jorginho definitely has that held down for the, for the foreseeable future. And the last card, but Gianluigi Donnarumma's 2015-2016 Panini Calciatori sticker. Uh, one of two rookies in his debut year no cards that year and he picked it up for three pound jason i love it's it's alternate people don't really go for goalkeepers but Gianluigi donnarumma I'm, i think he's 20 or 21 now he's still and he, he's definitely made over 100 appearances like it's crazy i i, I love like you can't go wrong for three pound especially when goalkeepers do eventually get love yeah i mean like he's Again, like there's there's no reason that he wouldn't be um big part of the Italy team for the next fifteen years. Um and uh, also uh he does have Mina Raiola as his as his agent. Uh so eventually they will run out of Milan will run out of patience with him and his contract demands will get too big. Um and at that stage he probably will move. I think I don't think he's gonna be a one club man. Um so no. I mean, yeah, goalkeepers they they do they do struggle to to get love, um, and they are long term holes. I think it takes a lot because goalkeepers generally have such like the best goalkeepers have such long careers like Neuer or Buffon or Van der Sar. They play for so many years that they are long term holes, and um, because a really great goalkeeper, almost like like an artist or something, a really great goalkeeper only becomes obvious when they stop playing or when they're in the very twilight of the career and you go wait hang on he's 34 and he's still doing that or he's 38 and he's still doing that <laughs> then you're like oh wow but a a young goalkeeper i don't know because goalkeeping is all about consistency and it takes a long time to show consistency at top level but he's, he's a young goalkeeper but he's been playing for for years at this stage already but all of it um three pound you can't go wrong but if, if you're looking at a short-term flip like flipping three pound into ten pound like there's better ways to do it but i'm assuming long-term flip yeah great so that's it jason yeah i think that was good i i i hope that wasn't uh too uh too um 
uninteresting for the, for the people other than the people who bought the cards. But I think that's good. I think we should make that a regular segment. Um, we'll try and do maybe if people start sending us in loads of cards to rate their purchases, um, the rate your purchases uh, segment will um, maybe be limited to like one or two cards per person. Um, so if, depending on how many people we get sending in cards, so if you want us to rate your purchases on Postcards United, uh, send us in a DM or an email uh, with what cards you get. And the best thing to do is, to, if you can, uh, if you have pictures of the cards, if you have uh, stuff like that, send in as much information as you can and we will talk about your purchases because it's really fun uh, to judge other people. So we're always happy to <laughs> I think it'd be good that like like we can pick out we we get large batches we can pick out the good we can pick out any errors like there maybe that guy didn't know that Sandro Tonali had a 2018-2019 sticker and if he did he would have bought that instead and therefore we've kind of provided value there and hopefully everyone appreciates it yeah I love it okay um the last thing I wanted to talk about Enzo was the um tops uh what's it called again the lost rookies Oh, the lost rookies. I keep thinking living legends. I don't know why I keep thinking that, but <laughs> uh, yeah, Tops lost rookies. So during the week, Tops released their first um, edition of this thing called Lost Rookies. So this is Tops using their Champions League license to. They sold it as the rookie cards that never that were never printed but should have been, and they're used they're like retrospect. They're using the RC logo, and um, this week they started off strong with Lionel Messi. There was a one of one uh, Messi auto. Uh, there was one of five. There was a one of 25. There was a one, one of, of 49. One of 10. And then there was a base. And the base, if you buy packs at a base, you might get a parallel, a numbered parallel within all those base cards. So, Enzo, did you pick these up um, and all that stuff? I, there's a bit of feedback from listeners to get to, and I'll get my own opinion as well. But tell us what you picked up. Yeah, lots of people hit me up asking. The general question was just give your thoughts on it. So, we, we have a few questions there. Um, I thought we were going to get them as boxes that could have the different rookies in them, like a tops on demand set. That wasn't the case. It was more similar to like the baseball and it was just kind of outright buy what you can, buy, buy whatever. Um, I, my, my first, as soon as I seen what it was, I was like, I'm not getting this. And then I guess, uh, panic set in, not even panic. I don't know. I kind of changed my mind. I decided I was going to pick one up. I picked up a Lionel Messi, one of 49 autograph card from the lost rookie set and i've picked up a few bases as well okay now one thing to to know and this was extremely important for me i i'll talk we'll talk about the rookie thing in a second and um, but one thing that's extremely important to know is the autographs were not on card autographs and um, so in terms of the the numbering and this is i again i'm really confused by this the numbering of autograph cards like if you have sticker autos and it's a one of one and it's a one of five. It like because they're not on, because they're not on card autos. How can they use those numbers? With does that make? Do you, do you get what I'm trying to say? No, it's still like it's still even though like say he signed a sheet of 100 autographs. The value is that the the autograph is on a card that is one of one because the card is different color. It's a parallel. Like it's a parallel with the sticker auto. It's not saying there's only one messy autograph. That doesn't make sense. No, I, I get you, but I, I just, I, when I saw that it was sticker autos, I was a little bit, because basically I just think these are like, um, these are like boy band cards, like these are like manufactured like by tops in a kind of a, they've looked at everything they have, like what do we have? Well, we have some messy sticker autos, we have some, we have the RC logo, we have the Champions League license, okay, what could we do with all that? It's not what do, what should we do, it's what can we do with the stuff we have lying around here? Think of a product, come on, fucking think, we need to make money here. <laughs> 
Um, and they've taken all this, they kind of like Frankensteined it together and they've manufactured this pro and they've almost made it and then called it something. Do you know what I mean? They haven't, they haven't come up with the idea and they haven't said, how do we go fully, about that? They haven't thought it fully through. I'll say that. No, they said, what, what can we do? Okay, let's do that. Now, how do we sell it? And I don't, I don't like that from it. From I, they didn't, I don't think, obviously we don't, I have no inside information. And I, I'm not making assumptions, but well, I am making assumptions, but it doesn't seem to me like they've had the idea and then executed the idea. It's more like they said, we want to sell something, look at all this stuff, jam all that together, put a name on it, slap a label on it, slap a bit of marketing on it and send it out. Um, and I, I just think it was a slightly cynical move from Tops, especially when I saw that it wasn't boxes. I mean, it's one thing if it's boxes and you might get an auto hit and you might get a number parallel hit, whatever. But They've, they've clearly realized, um, and they did this with Project 2020, I think, for baseball. But, yeah. but uh, they've clearly realized that the margins are higher on single cards. They can sell, um, like, if they were selling all the boxes for 500, then regardless of what's in the box, it's the same price. Whereas if they sell the one of one auto for, what is it, 3,000? Yeah. Um, they can make that. But it didn't really, it didn't cost them anything extra to make the one of one than it did. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I got you. Um, so I just think it's a slightly cynical move. I have a message here from one of our listeners, John. Uh, I won't say his second name um, because it's, you know, whatever. Uh, he said, here's a hot take for you two handsome devils to mull over. Well, thank you, John. We try our best. We don't have video, but if we did, you would see that we are very handsome devils. Right, here we said. Uh, Tops are massively effing up, in my opinion, by sticking RC logos on everything they can. It started with the second and subsequent releases of cards like Jude. Uh, I think he's talking about Tops now with rc logos all the time and now they're slapping it on players from the last century because uh, we've seen del piero and and uh, roberto carlos coming out as well if they really double down on the legitimacy of an rc logo their products would be much more premium on the secondary market i know this fails their coffers but it massively cheapens their product in my opinion uh would love to know your thoughts i agree with that and um, the camavinga living set with an autograph even though it was, uh, it was sorry with the rc logo even though it was a second year card because his Panini foot came out the year before. That was the kind of first time I was really bothered by it. Um, the living, the, li the, the the lost rookie set, I think it was ridiculous to put the rookie logos on it just because Del Piero, for example, his rookie was for Padova, wasn't for Juventus. It's going to come out as the Juventus card. Yeah. Um, Roberto Carlos was Palmeiras, maybe. It was a Brazilian team. It wasn't, it wasn't Real Madrid. And yeah, I'm interested to see what else they do, but I think that really... That, that bothers me, you know, like, that's when I kind of see it as, like, poorly thought out. Like, we have the licenses for Champions League, so we have to use Juventus. Well, then guess what? Your Del Piero is not a rookie card. Like, if you could have made this card at the time, that card would not be a rookie card. You know? So that's where it's yeah, messy. Exactly. It's like, I what just, the fuck I don't is like this? It. I think it's, it's... And you can still do it. You can still do it. Say, we're, we're putting out a retrospective Champions League collection because we now have it's it's the one the champ it's the champions league cards we would have liked to make but didn't have the licenses and then you slap an autograph on it and it's still valuable it's still parallel it's yeah. still collectible people the market is there the hunger is there you don't need to force it and de devalue the rc logo and it's just like it's self-defeating it's such short-term thinking i mean it's tacky like there's a long it's tacky and it's cheesy and it just rose me the wrong way and but can, can i, I say know. this I, the reason, like, I have all those opinions and I had it well thought out before buying the Messi. Uh, for, like, my thought process, maybe you might want to know, for, like, buying the Messi was um, I was slightly more comfortable with the Orsi logo on Messi just because he started his career at Barcelona. But again, I don't want... I still would prefer it without the Orsi logo. Um, 
for me, I thought it was just cool to have a Lionel Messi autograph overlay on an image of him and during his first year. Like if you ignore cards, if you ignore everything, if I had a photograph in a picture frame that was his first year and Messi had signed it, I would have thought that was cool. Obviously, it's a sticker auto, so it's different. But yeah, for me, it was just cool to kind of have a Lionel Messi autograph to add to my collection, potentially sell. I'm not sure yet. Um, and I like you're, you're you're a collector. I'm a collector. Come on. Um, but you know, I think I don't think like there's really a messy sticker or on card auto. There's a print auto of him during his first year. So I think it is kind of cool in that respect. I don't think the rest of the set is going to remain. Here's another thing, though. I I will completely follow you down that road. Completely get on board with that argument. If the autograph is from the first year, if the auto, but if the autograph is Fair. from 2020, it's complete. They've completely manufactured it. It's not. It's not an. It's not an autograph from his first year on top of a picture from his first year. It's an autograph from now on top of a picture. It's an old picture. So like, I I just don't see it. And like, if we go back to what Edgar said earlier on about happy, if we're happy that rookie cards are the first print, mm. then we're already cutting the companies a break. We're already saying no. It's okay. If you release it, if you're the first company to release it and there hasn't been one before, we don't mind. We still value it. It is a rookie. Okay. But we can't just keep allowing... Because like, I had the exact same process as you, Enzo. I, I thought about it. I was on the page at four o'clock. It all came up. And I had that moment where I was like, oh, maybe I'll just buy it. Like, maybe I just, you know, will. And then I was like, no, like, we can't just keep... Like, <laughs> I don't know. It just, at some point, someone has to say, oh, shut the fuck up, tops. Yeah. You know, like it's it's just irritating. Like if we all if we all talk shit all the time and then we all go and buy it anyway, it doesn't help. I get that. I agree with you. I think I think that the rest, a lot of the other ones, I don't know what else they have planned, but I think like Del Piero, I think that's gonna flop at sale. I think there's a reason there's a two week window um for these to be for sale. And I think it's because they know a lot of them are gonna be left on the shelf. I don't think there's gonna be a high resale value in the Del Piero rookies. For me it was like messy is messy, so I decided to buy one. Um, but I agree with you. I I didn't like it, and and to be honest, like the, call it call a spade a spade. Like Tops is being, they've they've mobilized themselves to kind of take advantage of the nuances in the hobby as opposed to be more natural about it. Like Panini, do just kind of like, and it's actually one of the things I first thought of when I seen this that almost justified it for me when I bought it was that Panini Chronicles had the um retrospective rookie tickets of the likes yeah. of Messi, Ronaldo, and I I had a rookie ticket of Ferran Torres that I recently sold. And I actually looked at an image of both of them and they actually removed the Orsi logo on the Messi and the Ronaldos. Yeah, well, they they, yeah, had to. They weren't there. So like Ferran Dora's rookie, like the rookie tickets of an actual rookie had it. But even though it was an image of a rookie similar to Tops, they actually did, Panini did take that step of removing and therefore legitimizing the Orsi logo. I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, because I don't mind. Like I... I don't, again, I don't, I'm not out here trying to tell people what they can and can't buy or what people should or shouldn't want or that tops can't print. But I just want consistency and transparency and a bit of like, a bit of, I don't know, integrity. Like, you know, like I, I just want a bit of like, I know you can and I know it will sell, but that doesn't mean that you should. Like, you know, it's just, it's a mess and it, and it creates needless philosophical problems. Um, I agree with that. We don't need to be grappling with fucking metaphysics in a card hobby. I completely agree with that. And I think what left even a bigger kind of sour taste in my mouth, because like no one's going to look at that messy card and say, that's a rookie card. Obviously it's, it's like a weird, it's, it's literally a collectible. It's not for the purest at all. It's like, for me, there's still something cool about it. I don't care about the rookie logo. Like, but absolutely. It's cool. Right. For me, it's cool. But when I see 
that's fine. Like, if you want to kind of justify yourselves as this is what we're doing, but when you see a Del Piero in a Juventus kit and a rookie logo 20 years after the fact, it just shows that you are uneducated on what you're doing as well. Not only do you not care and you're kind of reckless and you're just doing a money grab, but it also just clearly shows you don't understand that Del Piero started his career at Padova. And like he, like if you're making the lost rookie set, you don't go, well, we have Del Piero stickers. Let's, let's put him, like he's not part of the set. If you're lost rookie set, you're trying yeah. to make it a thing. He's not part of that. He cannot be part of that because he didn't start his career at that club. Yeah, it's it's either either you don't know, in which case that's very worrying. If 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 you haven't taken the time to educate yourself and you haven't given it enough consideration and you haven't actually done the research, that's worrying. But what's more worrying is if you do know, and you just don't care, or there are some people in the company that do know, and there are some people thinking, well, this isn't really, but they're getting overruled by other people. That's worrying as well because like there is we there's a huge amount of trust involved, and we have to trust that the manufacturers are going to please themselves. You know, because we've said yeah. before, there is no external uh, grading company that regulates rookies. There is no, you know, third-party stuff. The companies have to show self-control. Otherwise, we are, and I know Tops have said that we're not, but we are at some point going to enter a junk wax era. So apparently it happened with hockey in the 90s. I don't want to go there. Not yet. It, it, I, I, <clears throat> the issue isn't... The issue, the issue isn't utilizing your your licenses and creating retrospective things like Project Twenty Twenty. That's great. That's great. That's fun. It's new and like it could be something like listen. If if they had a Ronaldinho, but like see Ronaldinho started at Gremio. But if if they had a Ronaldinho in a in a you know what I'll say if they have Mbappe, if they bring out an Mbappe and he's in his Monaco kit and it's a card, that's something we don't have. We have an Adrenaline XL. We have some stickers. We don't have a card of Mbappe in his Monaco kit. That's something Fantastic. I would like. Even though it's five years after the fact, I think that would be cool. You could put a rookie logo on that. If you're doing a lost rookie set, it's still fucked, but you could. But you cannot take Ronaldinho, for example, and put him in a Paris Saint-Germain kit and put a rookie logo on it because he started his career at Gremio. And also, even, it's just bitter. I think if you did it with Mbappe, it's like, and you're like, oh, it's an RC, like it's a rookie card. It's like, no, it's not. You don't have the RC for, for Mbappe. Like, you don't, like... Panini did that like it's like this thing of like at some point the companies now are like getting real like getting real bitchy about it like you know and they're like well yeah. that wasn't us so and it's like it just like Don't I feel like the there's, it's becoming a bit dirty it's becoming a bit like a bit like it's you know all no holds barred like yeah they have to listen they have to one up business wise they need to one up each other tops now has allowed tops especially having champions league and uefa europa league licenses has allowed them to kind of hop in and kind of take the rookie from underneath uh, panini's foot if you will but again listen i'm not not to bash tops but panini does seem like what they're the way they're doing it is more genuine we're just creating sets and then we look we retrospectively look back and go wow that's the rookie card and it's great and da 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 whereas tops is like young player First season, rookie logo, put it out, we did it. It's like, give me money quick. But yeah. but it's part of the game, because like, there is... Jeez, what time is it? Like When, when that um, when the Dortmund boy, M- M- what's his name, Muoka, M- the 16-year-old, uh, I, I can't pronounce his what's name. What's his name? Mukuku. M- 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 you caught me on the, on the hop here. M- I'm M- sorry. Is it? Yeah, but listen, 16, amazing. M- He's gonna, he might make his debut tonight, potentially, at which point Tops are already licking their lips, ready to press the button for a Tops Now card. <laughs> but there's an excitement partment to that as well, because if you believe in him and you like him, and better if he's unknown, I think he's super known now, but you know, it's kind of, from an investing point of view, it kind of allows you to kind of get a one-up on people that don't know as well as you know. But at the minute, 
I, I think Top Snail is at risk of uh, becoming a victim of its own success, print run wise. You'll see a, a junk wax error. Yeah, with, I don't know. Anyway, I I think Top Snail are doing a great job at some things, and but just need a bit more self control. Um, and I I think as well like. It's a real factor. Like, I know at the moment I'm turning... I didn't think I would, but, like, I'm turning into quite a purist. Um, <laughs> just because, like, I'm I'm someone who, like, I don't want to go out there and spend thousands of euro on stuff, you know? Um, so I'm trying to, like, put myself in the position of the average hobbyist. Like, I shouldn't have to... Like, I don't know. I just... I'm trying to just... Realistically... Think about it, like, with... Like, yeah. No rookie card should be expensive because the beauty in the rookie is that it seamlessly comes out. You don't out. know. Yeah, No exactly. one knows, and that's where the beauty comes from. So, um, anyway, we'll keep an eye on the top situation. Um, I, I love to see the experimentation. I love to see the trial and error, um, and this one could be more error than trial, uh, but we'll see anyway. Um, and so on Thursday, we have our first segment of uh, Hobby Who's Who, where we're introducing our audience to content creators from around the hobby. And we have uh, Vince from Soccer Cards Rock on our show on Thursday for a little segment for 15 or 20 minutes. Um, but we went on his show. People should go listen to that too. Yep, Soccer Cards Rock. Check it up on Spotify. We were on his uh, episode last week. Um, people really enjoyed it. I made a large re-entrance after my, my computer died. So don't have it in um, noise-canceling headphones. I might scare you at some point there. And yeah, Vince is going to be on this week. We have a few people who have hit me up already asking to be on future episodes of hobby who's who so uh, again for anyone that doesn't know hobby who's who is a segment where we're going to bring in different content creators and different people from different parts of the hobby bring them on for 10 to 15 minutes have a quick chat with them and basically just introduce them to our audience and kind of build that kind of relationship if anyone is out there and does want to be part of it is part of the content creating world and are listening to the to the show i would uh, just reach out to us and we, we can make it happen Lovely. So other than that, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Soccer Cards United. Uh, get in touch with any of your uh, questions and we will answer them on the show. We're back on Thursday. Club football is back. The international break is over. Uh, Enzo, I'll see you. Oh, you have a thing? You have a thing? Yeah, Jason. Uh, Giovanni Reina just signed till 2025 and apparently his set is coming by the end of the month, Jason. So get fucking excited. Mm, I'm really excited. <laughs> The cheapest one on eBay is like 1200 but I don't know if it'll ever sell. Good God. All right. Well, uh, congratulations to Gio Reyna on his new contract. Enzo, I'll talk to you soon. See ya.